What's up, everybody? What's going on? This is EPPS 2021, episode 57, and I got an issue with YouTube again. Shocking. And everything, but if it doesn't fix it so shortly, I'm going to be pissed. I'm Paramike, that gothic lovely lady over there. She is the beautiful darkness of Queensville. And all her little critters. She is. I'm Paralore. That's right. We got some more stuff to go over. Yep. And everything. And the internet's been blowing up like crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Holy (laughs) shit. Now, a lot of you may remember us from other podcast shows of us talking about what she calls Alcatraz <laughs> and everything. Um, we were Alcatraz. <laughs> yeah. You can Ooh. spell it with an E as well as an A. <laughs> yeah, a lot of shit has gone down. Okay, so this goofy thing won't let me go into the YouTube. God damn it. Yeah, figures. Okay, for YouTube people, I will upload this entire video from beginning to end on YouTube. I don't know why in the hell it's doing this at all. But I'm going over to the Facebook page to make sure it works. Okay, so that has ended, so I don't want that. Go the other way and see if it works. See if we're actually up there. And yes, we are. Okay, okay, good. Well, at least one out of one isn't bad. <laughs> but I'm going to keep trying to fix YouTube. If not, I'll just 
let it be. But other than that, we still have a lot more to go over in Paralor's realm of news. Yep. And since the internet's been blowing up, I was kind of shocked to actually figure out that one of the another podcast show that we tune into. Oh yes. Actually caught it, but still missed a few more um, obvious solutions into it and everything. Um, but I also have been popping this up before this other person came out with it, <laughs> and I just keep finding it more and more and more. I was like, "Holy crap!" This reminds me of something I saw. A few months back, that took headlines and newspapers, internet oh, yeah. by storm. I'm like, you have to be kidding me! <laughs> Seriously, started off with a goofball moron and a porn star. Yeah. Now it's happening almost all over again, but this time it's not a moron. <laughs> or a porn star, it's just an oversized asshole destroying his father's company straight to the fucking ground, and somebody that was hired in 2019 into the company. I was like, "Oh no, are we going to go through this bullshit again?" <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> and before we get into that, um. To those who emailed Paramike uh, over the week of how I'm doing, I'm actually doing really good. Got extremely pissed off Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, she did. Um, I went to see the uh, hematologist, right? Or is it something else? The blood specialist? The blood specialist. Um... Now I can't remember the damn name. <laughs> Shit! What the fuck? Um. Uh. Went to my appointment where my husband actually goes for some of his. Um. Yeah, I go to the uh, Hillman Cancer Center, which is locally here in town. Yeah. Not that far from me. He doesn't have cancers. Still, thank still, God, he's still in uh, uh, remission. Yes, but they're still keeping an eye on it. Um, I have to go there now. Ah, there we go to get um, iron injected into me through an IV because I can't take the iron pills. What there is prescribed or over the counter yeah literally i've had that problem for god knows how many years i went over it last week not doing it again yeah hey our moderator's here hey, hello Gloria. um sorry i'm still having fucking issues with our youtube channel trying to go live for some reason it's still not connecting right but i'm working <laughs> i'm doing all right Gloria. 
Yeah, that's um, what she says, keeping us both in her prayers. I know. <laughs> I go to the appointment and I get there. I see, oh, I have an appointment today on the stupid kiosk thingy. Go to the window, but then I get told it was canceled. I went, um, come again, what? It's canceled. How the fuck is it canceled? I didn't get called. <laughs> she goes, no. Um, the nurse that deals with making appointments for the doctor I was supposed to be seeing um, said she had called this mo- that morning at 8.30. And just canceled it. Um, one, my house phone did not ring. The ringer on my cell phone, on my house phone, is always on. So, is she sure she re- called the right fucking number? Because I, the ho- my house phone did not call at all. Did not ring once. No. Um, she goes, well, um, that's what, um, what is put in the, uh, computer. Okay. What's the rescheduled date? Then. Uh, it says here with a actual note that she will call you. Um, when there is a rescheduled date, what fucking person that works in the medical field cancels a appointment without a rescheduled date? The receptionist I was speaking to said, well, it, it, it was an emergency. Uh, could have been that much of an emergency. If my cell phone did not ring, I, you have my house, my house phone, you have my cell phone. If one does not, if no one answers the house phone, you were to call the, the cell phone right after. Um, I was so pissed. I was ready to rip the reception and stuff through the window. <laughs> Come here, bitch. <laughs> um, I go. Now, I'm not trying to tell you how to do your job. Well, what the fuck? Yes, I am. When, when this was scheduled. And there was supposed to be um, uh, emergency cancellation. It's supposed to be 24 hours in advance. Not that day. Because that makes you idiots look stupid. And I'm not trying to have my own doctor at Uniontown cuss me out six months later because you idiots 
or the nurse that made the appointment scheduled it on a day where the uh, doctor was not going to be in. Is she a newbie? No. She's been here for like four years. Yeah, I think she should already known her doctor's schedule. Um, Paramike, seeing that my eyes were literally twitching, um, not my eyelids, but my eyes itself, they started twitching. He goes, okay, go outside, have a cigarette, I'll deal with this. And, which I actually did, mm-hmm. lit the cigarette. Uh, another receptionist said we could, I couldn't smoke out the front doors. I went, I don't give a fuck. I had to go back out there and said, no, no, just go over by the trees over there. You can smoke down there, not by the doors. I was actually going there. I was trying to light the thing first. Um, I don't know the interaction between Paramike and the and the receptionists, but they know him, so he had to explain the situation. And hematologist. That's the that's the blood specialist. Hematologist. Yeah. Uh, and I checked my house phone this morning when I got up like she did the house phone did not ring not once and if it rang at 8.30 in the morning we would have heard it mm-hmm. um, I think that phone's on its way out the door I don't have already into the phone graveyard. We're not. I'm not trying to get a new fucking house phone. Bad enough. Having a hard time saving up as it is. Well, I still have my backup phone, except it's corded. No. (laughs) That's the only other phone that works. Bless you. If you you heard a sneeze, that was Gizmo over there. Um. So, Paramai comes out. Um, we are walking to the grocery store that was, I'd say about a little bit down the road, not too far. And the whole time, Paramike's actually laughing. Not at me, not this situation, but what was coming out of my mouth. I went, uh, I have to be stuck down here for another fucking year. All because I can't tell my brother no. Um, Paramount goes, your brother's had that knack on you for years. I don't know how many years, but long enough. He's had that right ever since I first reunited with him when he was like 12. <laughs> He's always had that. He's like, yeah, which explains you can't tell him no. He could tell you no, and you do what he tells you. 
It's supposed to be the other way around. <laughs> Due to the fact that she is older than him. I, I still can't figure that out. <laughs> How did... Switch. It's almost... It's sort of like a passed down generation thing. My dad... Our, our dad and our aunt are the same way. <laughs> he tells her no, she listens to him. If he yeah. tells her, yeah, you can go ahead. Yeah. She does it. Right. If... She tells and, him no, or vice versa. Yeah, it's the same shit. Nine times out of ten, my dad listens to her. <laughs> because it's the same shit. <laughs> um, I go in the grocery store. Except there is one big difference. What? You listen to him instead of uh, <laughs> the same way between your father and auntie. <laughs> Well, yeah, but... They're on a two-way street. Between you and your brother, you're on a one-way street. <laughs> no, he listens to me at times. If I'm standing right in front of him. <laughs> standing in front, standing of in front of him or him? not standing in front of him, it's still the same shit. No, I've been able to get him to not do certain things. Or if it, something was okay, I was fine with it. Yeah, after you heard how the description went, <laughs> what a scenario, what a theory. Yeah. But when it comes to you and stuff, it's like, bam, there's the wall. You can't break through. <laughs> you can't make that one-way street into a two-way street. That's how Richie is. <laughs> what... He was 12 and up. It was a two-way street. When we reunited a second time. Um, that two-way street turned to one-way street. <laughs> there's no left. Well, there's no right. It's just straight. <laughs> straight down and Paralor is trying to come up, but she cannot enter. <laughs> well, I can't bitch. Well, no, I understand his reasoning for that. Um, do I mean, come on. I was homeless. Not on my own accord. And who I actually was married to prior. Which explains why Richie's so overprotective. Mm. <laughs> which is an understatement. <laughs> um, That's an overstatement. There's no understatement <laughs> here. Let's get that on record. There is no <laughs> overstatement. It's just... You mean no understatement? That too. <laughs> um, As I think about it, there's no overstatement and there's no understatement. It's just a statement. <laughs> um, I go, we go into the grocery store. We pick up a few things. Um, get on the bus. Get back to our place I grab the house phone and it says 8.30 where we just came from I look at Paramike I went I'm not trying to get into another fucking house phone we may have to if the ringer's not ringing 9 times out of 10 it does 
Yeah, nine it times out of rain, ten. Mainly, half the time when it rings in the morning, neither one of us want to get up. We don't know half half the time when somebody calls here, the damn ringer never rings. I've heard it. It's only a a cer- certain time of day that the phone will decide to ring, and there's certain times of days that the damn thing doesn't ring. Um, I said, uh, like there was one time my cancer doctor tried to call me. Mm-hmm. And I was awake, but I didn't hear the phone ring. There was a voice message on it after about an hour when I went to go check the phone, see if anybody called because I was in here doing some work, not computer work or setting up an intro and outro for the show. I was doing other work and I didn't hear the phone ring. I go to it. I look up at it. I was like, oh, new voice message. Who was it? Check the caller ID. Cancer center. Okay. Click. Listen to the message. I'm like, this fucking phone didn't ring. How did I miss that important call? Well, the way I'm trying to slowly build our funds up. I'm not trying to buy anything except for what we need for the house. As well as rent and string yard. Um, I call the cancer center. Shockingly, I got put to the nurse that left the, the fucking message. <laughs> Turns out her fucking name is Nitsy. Who the fuck names their kid Nitsy? <laughs> Seriously. Um, she explained the situation. I went, well, you scheduled the appointment with me. Now, did you schedule me on a day where she was not going to be in? That's usually a big no-no for that area. She goes, no, she was supposed to be in today, but uh, something happened, I don't know, through the night, and she had to call out. I went, okay, then what's the reschedule date? I mean... Seriously, by law, you are supposed to have a rescheduled date set yep. to cancel. She goes, I have to call you on a later date when she's available. But yet, all receptionists always have access to the doctor's planner to find out if they're going to be out on a certain day and when they have a date free to have rescheduled. Because see, my doctor at the cancer center way up there, yeah, his receptionist has access to his work schedule mm-hmm. and to the schedule of patients. Yeah. So, you know, say like mine was supposed to would be Monday coming up, which it's not, but just as an example. And he was going to not be there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. I show up. I don't get a phone call. One of the nurses there tells me, oh, he had an emergency to go deal with at, you know, home or a local hospital. 
Okay, that's fine. Let me talk to his receptionist and see what day that they can schedule me in that he's actually going to be here. Mm-hmm. I go in the back. I see the receptionist. They explain, we are so sorry that he had to cancel on you at the last second. We know you wasted bus money coming up here. We're very sorry. Uh, let me see what his schedule is. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. You were supposed to see him at 2 o'clock today on Monday. Uh, he's got an opening next week at the same time, which would be like Thursday. It's like, okay, cool. Boom. I'm booked for Thursday. Not less than 12 hours later, I get a letter saying, hey, here's your time and here's your date mm-hmm. with the doctor you're supposed to be seeing. Cool. Granted, I wasted a dollar going up. I had a dollar to come back. What's to say I would have a dollar to go back up and a dollar to come back? They gave me two dollars for mm-hmm. that day because I wasted a dollar going up there. Here's a dollar that you wasted. Here's another dollar for you to come back here and a dollar to go home. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's what they did do. And I go, you know what? Nitsy, whatever your fucking name is. How about the doctor my husband sees up there? Dr. Smith, since she's a doctor for everything. He. That's why I said, since he's a doctor for everything up there. She goes, I could put it on his desk, but um, he doesn't have an available anything available yet. He does have new patients that came in prior to me. Right. I went, that's fine. That is normal. I had to explain that to the parallel. I said, that's, that's a normal thing. Because each and every day, it's always different for him. I said, okay, He'll have fine. his returning clients or returning patients. He actually calls them clients. And I still don't know why. <laughs> but then when he gets new ones, he deals with those first before the ones he's been dealing with for years. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a mechanism that he has to prioritize. Okay. I have six new people. I got... 16 on my desk that I need to review see if their case is an emergency type yeah, or is it a life threatening situation he'll take those put Brian in as new patients boom there's appointments going out left and right that mm-hmm. he's doing let's see if he gets a patient like Paralore has like blood transfusion, iron deficiency, platelets, uh, bone marrow, whatever. He'll do the research first, then decide, okay, do I take this person because it's really not life-threatening? Or do I take this person because we have the facility to take care of them? He puts them in we have the facility to take care of them. I need to have a consultation with them in person, set them up a plan mm-hmm. to come back and notify all the nurses that are in the back in certain pods and say, okay, 
here's this person. Here's all the information, all the medical records. This is what this person is going to need. We need to figure out, okay, how long will it take? And we need to notify the patient right in that day before they close or they do it first thing tomorrow. If you don't get them by the home phone, you call their cell phone automatically. And they do. That's how well I like this guy. I said, you know what? I'll deal with Dr. Smith. If I've got to wait for him, fine. He's my husband's doctor up there. Then fine. I trust him. She said, okay. I'll put it on this desk and... and I'll still have to call you back to schedule the appointment with him, though. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. And if she doesn't get a phone call before next month, I have to go back there on the 8th. I can always find out from him. Because that's the kind of connection I have. Oh, that's right. You have to see him in July. Well, July, I have to get a port flush. Yeah, no. Which is July 8th. Yes, I have a port for power port right here in my chest. And the next time I actually see him see him is in August. Basically almost at the end of the month. So I hang up the house phone. And I'm thinking in my head, which I actually start out loud. Do it for me, sis. I don't I'm fine if you have to wait another year. <laughs> He, Paramount goes, you know he's going to drop you when he hears that. I don't give shit. What and two, he doesn't have to actually really drop me. He goes, he did it before. Uh, one, I was just cleared after having a broken hip. And I didn't have that much energy back then. <laughs> and I let him win. Because if I wanted to, I could hurt him. But I'm not. Hateable. <laughs> um, she goes... That goes, coin is still flipping, by the way. Paramite goes, no, 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 no. I'm not saying actually drop you. He'll just drop you and put you in that hold again. He don't have the balls to do it now. <laughs> he goes, Okay. Make sure I have a camera ready with all <laughs> the filmage and throw it up um, with me narrating over it. He goes, uh, get up. I actually even dyed my hair. That, I mean, I had to retouch it, touch it up, but I fully redid everything with hair mics help. Because I was that pissed. I did it again. And it came and, out perfect. Uh, even my nails. Red and black. Black underneath. Red for tips. I know I kind of fucked up on a couple of them now. I actually accidentally put the top coat on first before the red. <laughs> uh, Whoopsie! That was a big no-no. No, I... I actually forgot to put the top coat on. I had a hard time trying to find the damn thing. Um, 
Yeah, she has a whole drawer full of makeup in one spot. And makeup somewhere around here. Which I'm still trying to figure out where the hell it is. Somewhere in their drawers. <laughs> yeah, probably maybe... Uh, um, computer cabinet. Something. Well, the makeup is... Get a toolbox. Well, the other makeup that's in that dresser... I don't usually use because they're too bright. I like the dark colors. Yeah. Well, you're the one that picked them out. I only, I dig because of the lipstick and a black eyelash shadow. And black eyeliner. <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> you got a lot more shit after I said, um, excuse you. Why are you getting all the uh, Las Vegas crap? <laughs> then I then I switched myself up and said, sorry, not Las Vegas. Los Angeles crap. <laughs> Shut up. I like them. I'm buying them. Okay. <laughs> Walking away, I'm like, she ain't gonna put that shit on. Oh, I was using it. No, you weren't. Uh, I mean, normally I would actually what I call putting my face on, but it's been a bit hot down here. Yeah, for the last two days. <laughs> so, it was like fucking 90 to like 110 degrees here. And last night was actually comfortable. Of course, uh, I don't know why the fucking wind was blowing like there was a hurricane in the area. Let's see. Other than that, actually been doing pretty good. Except for this morning. Wake up, my freaking left eye is like fucking swollen. Um, allergy around here is high, dangerously high. It's already in the red. Well, the weird thing is, when I went to bed, I was fine all day yesterday. My eyes weren't puffed or nothing. I go to bed after taking my pills, and I end up having this. I don't know if it was a vision or a dream thinking in between the line um my brother richie pops back up on my facebook messenger we're talking more uh, uh what the hell's wrong with this thing it's because i'm using this other screen here so it does that. I still don't know why. But anyways, um, the grass pollen around here is very high, and it's in the red for pollen. So if you're, like, allergic to grass pollen, obviously Paralore is. That's why our eyes swell. And the UV index here is very high at a 9 in the red. <laughs> Air quality is at 35 for an index, which is good, green. And for the precipitation, take a drink I fucked up. Precipitation is at 0% and dry conditions for the next six hours. Yeah, there's a delay. Yeah, I know. It's because I'm using this monitor over um, here on the same computer and it's trying to multitask and <laughs> it's getting all fucked up. Um, I should have used the other computer instead. 
anyway, my dream or vision, whatever the fuck it was. My brother Richie pops back up on my Facebook Messenger. We're, we're talking a lot more. He even starts video chatting me. Um, then it the weird thing talking with him in my vision slash dream don't remember what we're talking about in it then I see what would be Alex I guess um our brother Rich's identical twin brother um looking hard to describe um what an incubus would look like <laughs> uh that's scary then getting punched i wake up and my whole left eye is fucking and feels swollen even though I can open it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, she and tells I, me about it and she said, I can't open my eye. Your eye is open. No, it's swollen shut. No, it's not. It's wide open. No, I like... I can see your pupil. I can see your eye color. I was trying to show you where it was I can see the soccer ball behind it. <laughs> I was trying to show you where it was swollen. You're like... It could be allergies. Your allergies do get like that at times. Um, tr- put uh, the reminder for our show tonight on Facebook. It's a pain in the ass for me to do. And I ended up going to Walgreens. Had to dip into the savings again. To get allergy medicate medic- medicine that wasn't Tylenol, it wasn't Benadryl. So I'm allergic to both. So I ended up going to the Walgreens version brand, which was actually the cheapest. Um, showed the pharmacy what was going on, and the pharmacist looked at my eye. Yeah, your left eye, it does look swollen. It I mean you can open it, so that's a good thing, but um the puff puffiness part of your eye, it is an allergic reaction. You have season allergies, obviously, because how your eyes are. I go, well, my eyes they don't water. I mean they itch, but I haven't had swollen, puffy eyes from season allergies in a long time. He said, the allergy index down here has been high since spring. Wait, 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 wait. There's an allergy index? According to him. Huh. I went, I didn't. Like an allergy index? He said, well, the allergies, allergy season up here, uh, um, 
for Newcastle, Lalum PA in general, has been higher than usual this spring. Some people, they don't have the season allergy attacks right away, <laughs> but they um, do catch up to some people. Obviously, you're catching the pup part. <laughs> um, I said, so this will work to bring my eye back to normal. She, he said, yeah, that'll work. I went, okay. Come back home. Sit down for a little bit. Made my uh, usual. Only it didn't come out red. Sort of a... Well, me uh, seeing it like this looks like a like a pink. Mm-hmm. But actually on... On your camera through here, it looks orange <laughs> with a like a like a wintry frost on top. I know. <laughs> uh, that means I have to get a margarita mix, the strawberry one, to make it blood red. I am drinking this. I told him he could have it. I didn't really like it. Um, red freeze. But yeah, that's been our week. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, next week is going to be a little bit more nuttier. Yeah. Um, I still have to go over three different episodes plus this one. Mm-hmm. Um, because for some strange reason, I've been getting DMs from people saying that this episode, this one, and this one are freezing frames. Uh-huh. And stuff. I was like, okay, well, I'm trying to find time to do it. Plus, I know, know I'm going to have to do this one. So I'll have four different ones to go through. <laughs> That's going to take a lot of time. Yeah. And the other people said, well, when you go through each and every single one of them, you should do a recording. Yeah. Not a live one, but just a recording. Of what you see, how you timestamp it, and everything, and explain what's going on. Nah. Now people got me thinking. It's like, do I really want to do something like that? That's more of a hassle. I mean, I do have a second YouTube channel with only one video. I haven't done much on it, but now these people got me thinking. I was like, you know, that's that's a really good thing. Don't record it live, but record it just as a regular video that would be live with me there and the video I'm going through mm-hmm. of the podcast episode and just go along with it. Explain what's going on. I was like, hmm, if I do something like that, I'm going to have to figure out a way to detach the audio uh, audio from it and just have the video but be a narrator over certain parts. You tried that once and it didn't work. No, I did, but um, 
on my other channel, but for some reason my camera still caught me to be on there, but in the lower corner on that side. I was like, what the fuck? It was a test thing. I did it for like 26 minutes. Okay. But I'll try it. I'll try to work on that somehow. But, you know, like I said, next week is going to be a bit nuts. Um, into July 1st. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to be doing a podcast show on Saturday of July. Nor on the 3rd. The 4th is our anniversary. Yeah. The 5th is my birthday. So from the 1st through, we're not going to do anything. We're just going to relax, enjoy ourselves for our wedding anniversary and my birthday. And then maybe that Saturday after my birthday, we may do an episode. We don't know yet. Actually, I mean, yeah, we're trying to get on on a schedule like every Saturday, which is I think this is what the third or fourth Saturday we've done this. Yeah. And we're trying to keep going every Saturday, but I don't know. (laughs) Well, actually, I wouldn't mind going on going live for our anniversary. I mean, come on, party. Our anniversary is on a Monday. Yeah, I know. My birthday is on a Tuesday. Hang on. I don't know. Glory, you think we should do this, do that? Let me know in the comment. Hold on. Or in the uh, chat. Wait. Looking at the... Calendar. And the rest of you guys, too. Let us know. On well, Facebook. Actually, we could do it on 2nd of July. Sort of be like an early um, do it on the second July, then, or we could do it on Monday, which would be the fourth, right? Yeah, let's just do it on the fourth of Monday in July. Okay. We did it last year. I mean, Chip, we kind of celebrated it. July no, 4th. we didn't do it. We Hold didn't on. do it last year. I remember doing it last year. Yeah, that was after we celebrated our wedding anniversary and my birthday. I think we did it like a week later. Well, well, this time we could do it on the 4th for the anniversary as well as free birthday. Okay. Two party things in one. Let me just write that down. <laughs> um, let's see going to start some pair news that I actually found. Um, <laughs> huh? 
Hang on. She says this. Could be interesting if you want to put the work into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I do, I better see some birthday cakes. My emojis <laughs> up here on Twitter. Up, yeah, Twitter. I'm okay. <laughs> YouTube and Facebook. There. So, like I've been saying for the past couple episodes, your paranormal happy hour. <laughs> What the fuck are you, fuck you guys drinking? <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, also, um, I think the next podcast show we do, I will show you guys my second YouTube channel if I can get it to work right. And so you guys can go over there. What it is, it's um, what I do behind everything from my website or I should say the podcast website, the phone board, whatever I can come up with and other things. I'll give basically a, a video for it that I'll do. It's not going to be live. Just to let you know, it's not going to be live. It's going to be pre-recorded and it will have in the description certain links. So you guys can go check it out and hopefully more videos to come out like that. Yeah. But only if you guys like it, you need to subscribe to it. Like here, you need to hit the notification bell button. To all. For all upcoming podcast shows and my other one, my other YouTube channel. And get us to our goal. We need 1,000 subscribers on YouTube so we can take that URL that you see up there and change it around to where it's just YouTube.com. YouTube.com slash that name right there. EPPS 2021. It help us out a lot. We only have seven subscribers. We need more. I keep fucking saying it. I don't know what the fuck I have to talk. Foreign language? Probably. Well, I don't know how to type foreign language. Because it's funny. We only got seven here on our YouTube channel. But over on our Facebook channel, we have 340. I know. Come on, guys. On Facebook. 340. Go to YouTube. Help us grow. If you can do 340 on our Facebook page, you can do 1,000 over on our YouTube page. Okay. Where is it? Here it is. Time for some parallel news. Okay. Um, the first bit of para news I got. Discovery Plus. Uh, travel, travel channels with Discovery Plus. Set paranormal lineup shows, basically. Shows that are going to be coming out. Discovery Plus and the Travel Channel have announced a new slate of paranormal themed programming launching throughout 2022 this year. 
and 2023 next year highlights of the new slate include a series starring singer keisha titled conjuring keisha and i'm looking at a photo with this chick and oh my god uh not in a good way The show will follow the pop star and her celebrity friends as they go on a cosmic exploration of the afterlife, travel to haunted locations, and search for all things unexplainable. Does that sound like does not sound intriguing? Not to me anyway. Jack Osborne you know who Jack Osborne is, you've been under a rock. Jack Osborne, the son of Ozzy Osborne, and the Ghost Brothers are returning for season two of Fright Club as they attempt to creep each other out with the craziest paranormal videos they can find. I don't know. Jack Osborne will also headline two specials. Jack Osborne's Night of Terror, Bigfoot. And Jack Osborne's Night of Terror, UFOs. Jack, just stick to the paranormal. Stick to haunting videos. Portal to hell. The, Big, the Bigfoot special will see Osborne and actor Jay Muse investigate northern Idaho in search of the legendary creature. Osborne and Muse will then return for the UFO special alongside comedian Jamie Kennedy as the group heads to Utah's Uinta Basin to investigate why some, it should say why so, but six, why some many UFO sightings ha happen in the area. It should say why so many. Discovery Plus. Spellcheck assholes. And Travel Channel will also bring new episodes of Ghost Avengers and will host the fifth annual Ghost Tober event with premieres arriving every night, including a Ghost Avengers Halloween special and new installments to Ghost Hunters. Other returning shows include season two of Eli Roth Presents. A Ghost Ruined of My Life, Season 2, Season 2 of The Haunted Museum, with Roth and Zach Beggins, and Season 4 of Expedition Bigfoot. Premiere dates will be announced at a later time. That's fun. 
Uh, let's see. I found this on the mirror.com slash found a couple stories on mirror.com.uk Ghost Hunter claims he felt demon hand on his neck in one of UK's most haunted pubs. And this is for you, uh, Paramike. What's the UK's most haunted pub? The most well-known. I'll give you a hint. It's on Ghost Adventures. There was a few of them. Season two. give you a hint, another hint. The name is Humphrey. Oh, uh, Kelly's Pub. No. Or Kel- no. Kelly's Pub is in the U.S. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, Ancient Ram Inn. Very good. The Ghost Honey team were forced Please to tell leave. me he's for real. The look that that gives. Please tell me it's not you. <laughs> I know. My UK accent's kind of bad, but it's sort of a bit of a joke type of way to do it. The ghost honey team were forced to leave early due to the eerie and sinister events that they couldn't explain and have branded Ancient Ram Inn at Gloucestershire Gloucestershire as one of the most haunted places in the UK. Uh, Ghost Adventures is the one that actually made the discovery. These idiots obviously are a little late and missed the bus. <laughs> or I should say the boat. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they over there. A ghost hunting team forced to leave early due to the what they experienced. Fucking pussies. Yeah, literally. A ghost hunter visiting the UK's most haunted places was forced to leave one location early after a terrifying incident which left him feeling like he was being strangled. He has claimed. (laughs) Troy Ferguson, 37, age 37, is a part-time paranormal investigator and aims to debunk rumors across many supposedly haunted places in the country. He must have showed up at the right time for the <laughs> landlines that are going through to be really energized after GAC was already there. But this is back in May of this year. Yeah. <laughs> so he those really land, the boat. <laughs> those landlines were really charged in. 
but he said he is now convinced the ancient Ram Inn in Gloucestershire Shire was one of the most haunted in UK. Zach Bagans fucking proved that! And so did Aaron Goodwin. Yeah, he caught that that, uh, that black shadow coming out of the Bishop's room going to the left real fucking quick yeah, on his camera. Lightning speed. And I'm surprised that he caught that shit. No shit. That's, that shocked the hell out of me. He's sitting on the stairs. <laughs> he just sitting down on the stairs, shooting it back over at the bishop's room and the rest of the room. He's not moving. He's like a fucking stone rock. And then there goes a shadow. He's like, dudes, I just caught something. I think I caught something. You got to see this shit. Did you catch something or did you think you caught something? Oh, I caught something. I caught something. At least I think I caught something. <laughs> Rewinds back his camera. Zach's got his camera zoomed in on his LCD screen. And you can actually see the Bishop's room, the aura light on the um, molding of the doorway, mm-hmm. and then just black. And you saw. Yep. Holy shit. Holy grail. Tony. And his teeth from ghost to ghost were forced to leave the site early because of the strange happenings they just could not explain, the Daily Star reports. He claims, I was very skeptical, but there were so many things I couldn't explain. I am not normally on edge during investigations, but this place felt really very take a shot i am not normally on edge during investigations but this place felt very eerie and sinister i kept seeing this thing floating above us it seemed to be following us around at one point we heard someone say the word gin which is Arabic for spirit or demon. I saw a mist coming towards me, felt a hand on my neck, and heard all kinds of noises I couldn't explain. Now I'm looking at a photo. Well, let's kind of go back a bit. Yeah. Ghost of Finches was there. Yeah. H.N. Ram in with Mr. Humphrey mm-hmm. that owned the place. When Humphrey was still alive. And they did all this stuff. Yep. And invited a person. Yep. Which I still call bullshit. <laughs> and they do a ritual. They're doing a ritual, ritual. and everything. Yep. And you can hear this growl. Oh, yeah. Zach even started changing in his face and and his whole fucking eyes. And we know that the landlines run right through there. Not landlines, ley lines. Ley lines, landlines, whatever. Ley lines are different than landlines. (laughs) Well, Zach called them landlines. Okay, so I'm just going off what Zach said, how he called them. And. It goes right through Agent Ram Inn all the yep. way to the Stonehenge, Stonehenge and um, 
Oh, what the hell? A is whole that bunch other place? of other places. That really yeah, but there was another wine. one too. There was another one that they also investigated why they why they were out there after HRM, and I can't remember. See, Hellfire case. That. Thank you. And the landlines run all through there. Yep. Supposedly there is an incubus and a succubus in the HRM in. As far as Humphrey told the guys and everybody around the world, how true that is, I'm still on the fence with that. Well, with the way Humphrey's explained it, he didn't say succubus at first. He said um, incubus. There's something in here that likes to have, have sex, sex with you. With you. <laughs> yeah. Have but you ever heard libid- of an incubus haunting? Incubus is a male. Right. That, that's Succubus where I was going is for. is a female. Right. That's where I was heading to before you <laughs> cut me off. Let's try to. Let's okay. find that funny to this day. <laughs> I know. I, just, I still do it too, but I wasn't trying to have you cut me off on it because I was going to say supposedly there is an incubus and a succubus that Mr. Humphrey described. Yeah. Okay. I'm still on a fence about the Incubus and Succubus actually being at the Ancient Ram Inn. And then we see the Dark Shadow come yeah. out of the Bishop's Room over. Prior to that, we heard a growl yep. from a seance, from a bullshit person. Yeah. And a whole lot of stuff did not go down. No. For the guys. But now it's like, okay. Think of it. Humphrey's not, isn't alive anymore, so we don't know who runs the ancient Raman anymore. I understand that. But what I'm what I'm trying to get to is that, you know, all this stuff went down while yeah. Humphrey was alive and GAC was there. Yeah. They did a ritual. They heard a growl. They caught a black figure coming out of the bishop's room, going to another room. Supposedly, there was a children's burial ground in front of the fireplace in ancient Ram Inn. Supposedly. Which I'm still not 100% hooked on that yet. I'm only 1% hooked. It's actually supposed to be remnants of a sacrificial ground. Yeah. But I'm only 1% hooked, but not 99% hooked. So, just like with the incubus and succubus, those are three things I'm still on the fence on. But now, years later, Mr. Humphrey passes. Yeah. In ancient Ram Inn, still being the owner. I wonder now if he's pissed. At other paranormal investigations coming into the ancient Ram Inn and fucking up the entire paranormal evidence. No. Because I've seen a lot of videos on YouTube yeah, of certain places that GAC has done. Yeah. That ghost hunters have done. Yeah. Also known as TAPS. I've seen other, you know, regular go as you guy YouTube people. Yeah. 
and they're told an entire different story like what probably these dipshits did for ancient ram in yeah so i wonder if humphrey's spirit is back at the ancient ram in yeah listening to all these dumb idiots that think they're paranormal investigators fucking up the entire story just like here yeah in PA we have the Hillview Manor house eastern state eastern ghost ghost adventures yeah went there i haven't seen taps eastern state penitentiary yeah but gettysburg <laughs> ladies and gentlemen she's getting ahead of me here sorry can't help it anyways Hillview Mariner GAC was there we heard the entire story from the original people that worked there yep. for shut down I know somebody that's worked there all the way to the time it's closed down this person knows the entire true story of the entire property and building because she used to work there what are your nurses and she told me the story and just like with GAC when we first watched it matched her story to a T now we see Hugh mirrors on the average Joe yeah people that think they're paranormal investigators go in there and it's a whole new type of owners or guides or whatever you want to call them yep. call them a bunch of fucking idiots telling a way different story that's not even true yeah well the average joe youtubers that do that um i have noticed majority of them they don't call them out they don't call them they the people that they deal with for example cj Faison, whoever told him what he was told yeah at hillview manor i noticed with cj and a few other average joe youtubers like him don't call um the guides out on something that is completely different from what they were told right i and, don't know if i mean no 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 disrespect to cj <laughs> of doing hillview manor oh no but what i what i see out of all these youtube average joes it doesn't look like they actually do the history no of the building looking it up like GAC did well yeah and if there were something that did not add up from the research that Zach Aaron Nick, Nick. Dave whoever Landry. you know at least they do the research to match with the original people that worked there till the yeah. place closed and see if their story 
and their evidence match up to the history and the research that they that Zach and them did. Mm-hmm. Everything that GAC researched before going to the building, talking with these people, actually matched up. Yeah. There was they're walking through they're going to a room with some other guy that is a paranormal investigator at least the guy did his research yeah except for certain names he was in his room and then there was a room for a gentleman named Jim Shishido yeah that passed away before the place shut down and the guy caught evidence in that room Mm-hmm. And he played the evidence for Zach and them, and for all of us watching GAC. And it was like, holy crap! Zach did the same exact thing with his EVB recorder, caught the whistle, just like the other guy did, and then got a name like the other guy did. Yep. But here's the extra bonus that I don't think the guy ever asked, but Zach did. What type of pants are you wearing? What color are your pants? Brown. Or was it blue? Blue. Blue. Shock the guy. <laughs> so we know that they did the research. Yeah. Now there's still some in um, inactivity. Yeah. I would say to other parts of the story like how did a guy get up on the roof and jump that was 80 years over 80 yeah um or was pushed there was another one on the opposite side that was pushed mm-hmm. or he committed suicide i don't remember what which one it, it was but that's the part i did not see actually being researched now it's like well yeah uh, here on the top of the roof it was a children's area and that was on CJ's yeah no it was a children area uh, no. no it was not it was a roof it was a <laughs> roof with almost like a lookout tower I would say then down in the basement of Hillview Manor, there was an old gentleman that got out of um, lockup about a mile and a half, maybe two miles up the road. Yep. Walked down. Somehow he was drunk. Don't know how. Because there's really not a uh, liquor store up there for people that's been incarcerated to already have money when they get out. Walked there got put down into the boiler room died of asphyxiation and alcation and exposure and exposure most well, exposure asphyxiation same thing. <laughs> but when we watched CJ's the idiots there said that Eli sorry roams around the entire first floor of the building I'm like, um, excuse me? 
It's like that's not even true. That's why I've noticed, like with CJ and them, they do, they hear something that they go on because CJ he has uh, given Zach shoutouts before. Mm-hmm. I have noticed CJ doesn't didn't call the guy out. I don't I think he calls anybody out. We heard, and you're telling us something different, right? Now, if there are new guys or new owners or whatever, and they don't really know all the stories or what was told to them, I can see them assuming, which makes them look retarded or retarded, that whatever they, maybe the guy's sorry, he probably did maybe. After a while, Rome Force 4. We don't know. Mm. Um, anyway. Which brings me back to the ancient ram. And now, one of Humphrey is still around there and he's pissed because people are fucking up the story of his home, mm. his property. And he's pissed. And this is probably why this jackass probably felt hands around his neck. It was right. probably Humphrey saying, you son of a bitch, you got the fucking story wrong. No. I'm gonna haunt your ass. Well, think about it this way. <laughs> Ever since Humphrey died uh, some years ago, there have been a lot more investigators going there to see if maybe there's any new claims or the stories is just the same or if anything new is going on if it's anything new it'd be Humphrey back at his home in the spirit form maybe <laughs> but there was one not subscribe to him there, there was one video where I saw what I'm gonna actually call wannabe which is using a Ouija board. But they do a ritual similar to what Lady Snake did to open the gates and yada yada yada. Just to contact if there is a, is a dark witch that presides there. I don't know. Ritual is done to open the gate for said female witch to come through to communicate. And then they go right to the fucking Ouija board. Instead of doing step one, two, three, and then four. Step one is doing a protection spell. So nothing attaches or attacks. Step two, then do the ritual. Step three is before using a Ouija board, you welcome the spirits or whoever to come through to speak or communicate through the board. 
But not to latch yourself or attack or touch. That's step three. Step four is then use said Ouija board. Which means this schmuck didn't do either. Just walks right in. Doesn't have protection put for them. Completely doesn't do a ritual. Doesn't have a set Ouija board. But he doesn't out loud speak speak out loud to whatever's there you're not allowed to attach to me you're not allowed to touch me you're not allowed to attack me obviously since this guy didn't do one two three of what i just said yeah he's gonna get fucked up um said idiot tony ferguson we left two hours early because of how uncomfortable everyone felt it's one of the most haunted places in the uk by far tony's experience terrified him and his crew as he said there were so many banging sounds and they even heard a dragon sound above us despite there being no one upstairs. In another chilling moment, Tony said at one point he felt something around his neck as he felt like he was being strangled. He added, then in the living room area, our portal, a device used to connect with the afterlife said the word jinn, which is Arabic for spirit or demon. While the orb, or a orb, oh, it's an orb, floated above their heads. At one point, the room grew very dark, and we heard a very clear, fuck you. <laughs> in a disembodied man's voice. I'm free. But we were the only men in the house. The worst was when I felt something around my neck. Nobody was there, but it felt like I was being strangled. All free. I am not normally on edge during investigations, but this place felt very eerie. Apparently, he just repeated himself. How many times I lost count? I was so shocked by it. I would say it's one of the most haunted places in the UK. The HRM Inn is rumored to be a pagan burial ground and is now a tourist attraction due to its reputation as a paranormal location. Other rumors even suggest the pub was a place where people would practice witchcraft and devil worship, as well as a number of reported murders and deaths. And that's about it for that. Um, but there is a photo in this article that I'm reading. It looks like a figure, a figure of a woman, but it 
could also be a lens flare. I'm not sure if Pyramide can even come in through my side to look at it. way I can do that is my other way. So if, if it skips again, guys, it's not my fault. Sorry. It's just one photo. Oh, I understand that. You'll probably get a feedback. So if you guys hear feedback, sorry. Nothing I can really do about that. Yeah. Because I have the background music on, so let me just kill the background music for right now. So I can actually do this. Uh, where are you? Here you are. Connect. Okay. Yep, there's the feedback. Yeah, it's not as bad. see the show but hmm huh that's strange <laughs> most of it looks transparent yeah but the top part looks like it's smoke. Mm-hmm. That would be a mist. Mm, I don't know. It looks authentic to me. Mm. It does to me, too. Although, at the same time, you see mist in certain parts... And in the center of the photo of the mist, it's a solid white. Yeah. That's why I'm thinking it could be authentic. Not photoshopped or anything, nor matricing. But at the same time, it could also be a lens flare. But most lens flares doesn't show. Up on the top here, looks like ashy dust. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you got most of the white with that picture there where you can still see transparent. But from below the frame to almost, I guess it's the floor or something, it's solid because you can't see the rest of the wall. No. And then below it, it's it's a slight transparent coming through. It's like, yeah, that's... That leaves a toss-up. Yeah, no. Is it paranormal? Is it residual? Or is it a lens flare? I don't know. Don't know. I mean, it does look like a female. Yeah. I do see a female head or hair of a female. Yeah, kind of looks like that, but not by much. Well, it's not a man. Well, no I shit. don't sense a man. Yeah. So Looking at the I, photo. I don't know. 
looking at the photo, I don't sense a man. I sense a female. Mm. Um. Now, after Humphrey died, again, some years ago, we don't know who runs the ancient rim in now. It could be his grandson, or it could be something somebody told me different. But God knows who just waltz right in and say, hey, let's do this. Um, <clears throat> I mean, for all we know, it's just my speculation. Whoever, whatever people that are investigating nature ram in we don't know what tools they could be using try to either communicate with what's there or whatever we don't even know if the people that investigated are doing any rituals mm. trying to see here that's it on that one uh, i'm trying to look it up right now go ahead look at my email of who owns the ancient Ram Inn. Well, they are still doing events there. Yeah. Uh, there's actually one coming up this Friday the 24th of June uh, da, 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 da. Hmm. Okay, so this one doesn't tell me. This is really creepy, guys. Trying to tough to find out who owns. Oh, Caroline Humphrey. Could be either. Maybe his daughter. I mean, he did have a couple kids. Let's see. Let me check this out. Maybe there's a little bit more to it. Find out who Caroline Humphrey is and how she is related to the fact that she is the owner of the building now and after John Humphrey's passed on. Let's see. In 1968, John Humphrey's bought the inn as an act of Conservation. Uh, the ghost who haunt the house. The current owner of the ancient ram inn has been passed down to his daughter of John Humphreys. So his daughter owns it. 
Well, there you go. Caroline Humphrey is the daughter of John Humphrey. Hmm. Well, okay. Now we know who owns it. John okay. Humphrey's daughter, Caroline Humphrey. She must be keeping it in the family. Maybe. Okay. Next one. Vintage chair in Oxfam gives shoppers creeps thanks to suspicious note left on it. A vintage wingback chair with a spooky look about it has sparked some suspicion among spooked Oxfam customers after staff attached a definitely not haunted sign to it. A wingback chair spotted. In, in an Oxfam shop, has sparked fear and amazement alike. With customers harboring more than a few suspicions, uh, but it's definitely not haunted. Sign. The striking piece of furniture was donated as part of a three-piece sofa and chair set, and has a certain spooky style that might. Not be for, be not be, to everyone's taste. The set was donated to an Oxfam branch in Liverpool, and quickly left members of staff divided as to whether it was gorgeously vintage or in need of some sort of immediate exorcism. As previously reported. By the Liverpool Echo, manager Kira Adams thought the chair was absolutely beautiful, while deputy manager Rob had some reservations, believing it looked as though it belonged in a haunted house. Definitely Victorian pattern, that I could tell you. Kira told the publication. To assure, reassure him, I printed a silly sign stating that the suite was definitely not haunted. The sign has proven popular, has proven popular with customers, and I spotted one or two of them taking photos of it. But I was flabbergasted when Rob told me that he had seen the chair on Twitter. And had been liked by hundreds of thousands of people. A photo of the chair was shared by Twitter user Heather Cohen, who deadpanned, "That's definitely something a haunted chair would say." In other words, they're making fun of the goddamn sign the fucking manager put on it. The tweet quickly went viral, with 1.4 million people liking the "definitely not haunted" chair pick at the time of writing. Many other Twitter users agreed it was definitely haunted, 
regardless of the reassuring sign, with one person shuddering, Chucky, franchise, Chucky, or Annabelle would jump out of that chair for sure. Another joked, the chair is being honest, but it's matching sister chair and mother sofa are haunted as hell. Naturally, the picture sparked a number of imaginative Photoshop jab, jab, jobs or jabs from Ghostbusters Slimer making himself comfortable to the definitely not part being edited out completely. <laughs> Mother Sofa? Basically, it's a set. Kira continued, I'd like to reiterate... I didn't know a sofa could be a mother to two chairs and give birth to two chairs. Kira continued, I'd like to reiterate that despite what anyone on Twitter might think, the chair is definitely not haunted, cursed, or possessed by any kind of spirit Spook or Spectre, I swear. You want to prove that? Wait. Putting the viral attention to good use, the team is now encouraging grave members of public to snap selfies on the eerie-looking chair. In exchange, the branch is asking for a small donation towards an appeal to provide emergency food supplies to 23 million people in East Africa currently facing severe hunger following failed harvests. Okay, well, that's honorary. But that completely uh, just screwed me up in the fucking joke I had in my head. <laughs> yes, I was actually going to say it's not haunted, cursed, or possessed. Sit your ass in it. And see if anything happens. But, well, apparently people are taking selfies on it. Nothing's happened, so maybe it's not haunted. It's just the way it looks. I mean, vintage... Uh, Vintage furniture, Victorian especially, they do have that old, that vibe. Mm -hmm. That something could be attached to it. That's just the aura of what a Victorian style furniture looked like. One more on my end. Let's save other ones for another day. Hurry up. Thank you. Woman terrified by new home she claims is haunted by demon of girl who refuses to leave. In other words, it's a demon child. The woman heard the entity call out hello from an empty room and has experienced footsteps pounding on the walls 
and her personal items falling in the recent reign of terror. A woman claims she has been left terrified by a demonic spirit haunting her home, which takes the form of a, girl, of a little girl, which is synonymous demonic hauntings. Demons will take the form of anything to lure in said person. Mainly demonic, when it comes to demon hauntings, it usually takes the form of a child. The victim had recently bought the, the house when she was first spooked as the child's voice called out, Hello, from a nearby empty room, she says. Later, a gardener mowing her lawn asked how many children she had as he had heard a young child laughing while she was out and the house was empty. Chillingly, the haunting has worsened in recent days. She hears pounding on the walls, footsteps, and personal items falling off the shelves. She claims, I have a demon in my house and I need help. Get hold of Zach Biggins. I didn't know it was a demon at first, but it got worse and worse when my husband left for work a for a couple months. Okay, that kind of doesn't make sense. Unless her husband travels. Probably in the service. Yeah. Or a truck driver, one of the two. The girls started to become more present with footsteps pounding, stuff falling, it became worse. I had someone mow my lawn. He said, how many kids kids do you have? I said, none, yet. His eyes got big and said, oh, I was wondering because I kept hearing a little girl laugh in your house before you came home. It's been terrifying I wake, I keep waking up at three in the morning, what, like wide awake with no explanation. That's called a fear adrenaline. I hear knocking on my door randomly. My dog has stopped eating. It keeps sitting in front or behind me. Keeps walking up and down my room and lays in front of my bedroom door. Obviously, the dog's sensing it. It's trying to protect you. I hear things being knocked over, and I feel like I'm going crazy. The terrified homeowner from Kentucky, in the U.S., recently bought the house, so is unable to abandon it. She has also reported a vile, rotting stench coming from her bathroom. Uh, call a plumber and see if maybe your pipes need to be re need to be replaced or flushed. That too. As a result of the creepy goings on, 
She has contacted her local church for assistance. I don't know what they're going to do for you, honey. Wrong choice. Yvette Fielding, the host of Most Haunted, as well as podcast Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding, suggested the house may need blessing. She added, this sounds to me like the woman is being haunted by a spirit that is seeking attention. Without seeing the location, it's hard for me to come to some kind of conclusion, but it seems that the lady needs to have her house blessed. Her first stop should be her church of her faith. In each diocese, they have a person who can help and give comfort and blessings. Uh, lady, each diocese, they shy away from that. In most cases, this usually sorts things out. If that fails, a well-qualified spiritualist, which can be found in her local spiritualist church can also come and help as with all these things she has to do her homework as there are many charlatans out there i can agree with that who will ask her for money to cleanse the house if they do she mustn't go ahead with them i okay that i can agree The part-time paranormal investigator aims to debunk. Oh, wait. I just read that one. That's it for that one. Okay. The event feeling check. Yeah, I agree. There are a lot of people that will just say, oh, we'll cleanse your house, but pay us first. That, yeah, there are people out there that do that shit. Crocs. She wants to find out if the woman from said thing of her house wants to find out if it's a demon or just a spirit. But if there's a stench from the bathroom, again, check to make sure to see if. Uh, your pipes need to be replaced or something. You could, I don't know. See if you get a hold of Zach Vegas. Or Bishop Roulette. Zach Vegas would bring Roulette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Um. Meh. There is a one from the same site I've read the last couple ones on, but it's got a bit of a other places with it. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I did that for my for my paranoos. What do you have? I well, gotta get a refill. 
All right, you're going to get that refill. Bless you, monkey. I don't know if you all heard that. That was him. Huh? I don't know if they all heard him sneeze, but that was him. They probably did. Well, I got one. We've all heard about the Bermuda Triangle. We've also heard about Bigfoot and other urban legends. A lot of these urban legends have been fading over years. The Bermuda Triangle is an urban legend focused on a region in the western part of the North Atlantic Ocean where a number of planes and ships and said to have disappeared over mysterious circumstances. The idea of the area as prone to disappearance arose in the mid-20th century. I got to switch my camera here. Give me a second, folks. I went dark, and here I am. Hi. Okay. While some writers have set the verticals of the triangle in Miami, San Juan, Puerto Rico, and Bermuda, others have given different boundaries and versities, even stretching as far as the Irish coast. Consequently, the recount of which accidents occurred inside the triangle depends on which writer report them. Basically, all these writers don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They just make shit up for conspiracy theories or theories that don't match up. Who knows? Passing through the Bermuda Triangle, compasses stopped working, ships were swept away by currents, and clouds devoured airplanes in their path, according to some writers. The first big incident that is usually mentioned is the disappearance of the Atlanta ship. It disappeared with her entire crew after setting sail from the Royal Naval Dockyard, Bermuda, on January 31st, 1880. And if you heard that sneeze, that was our other podcast kitty, Betty. Flight 19, much has also been written about Flight 19, a training flight that left from Fort Lauderdale base in Florida in 1945 and never returned. One of the search and rescue aircrafts deployed to look for them also disappeared. It was Charles Bertlitz who invented the Bermuda Triangle with a book published In 1973, he had heard stories of pilots and sailors who considered 
that area cursed, and so decided to compile those、um, magnetic tales. In an interview given by Charles Bertlitz in 1977 to the New York Times, he talked about how the weather changes when entering the Bermuda Triangle, and he said that there are pilots who fly what they think are a few minutes, only to find. That the tank is empty because hours have passed. Other times, the planes arrive at their destination two hours in advance, said Berlitz. And on other occasions, ships or airplanes never arrive at their destination. These terrifying stories inspired the film *The Bermuda Triangle*, directed by Mexican Rene Cardona Jr. and starring John Hudson, the director of classics like *The African Queen*, *The Asphalt Jungle*, and *Annie*. Sounds like a clown to me. Yeah. However. This legend, which was part of the mystery folklore of the 1960s and 70s, faded away, and ships and planes no longer disappear in the Bermuda Triangle. If something does happen, there's a scientific explanation. I'm sorry, but how could this fade away 1960s and 1970s when past the 70s there's been so many talks about it? Hmm. Interesting. For instance, compasses change position abruptly. In many places, due to natural magnetic variations related to the poles, mainly South Pole and North Pole. In addition, the Bermuda Triangle is under the influence of the Gulf Stream, which can affect navigation. Hmm. If I remember my map right. Gulf Stream is between Texas and Florida. If I'm correct,、mm. the Bermuda Triangle is supposed to be a little away from Florida in the opposite direction, which would be if you're looking at the ass of Florida, you have to look kind of to your left.、Mm-hmm. For where the Bermuda Triangle is supposed to be located. Yep. And I don't think that's the Gulf Stream. No, it's not. The Lost City of Atlantis. What if the Lost City of Atlantis is under the waters of the Bermuda Triangle? That's a question. Charles Berlitz referred 
to it in his interview with the New York Times. Hmm. That's a pretty good question. Is the loss of Atlantis under the waters in the Bermuda Triangle? I don't know. I mean, there's so many fucking theories out there where city of Atlantis could be. Right. Hmm. A text of Plato is the origin of the Atlantis myth. For years, there has been speculations about its existence and location. The Spanish um, Canary Islands have been pointed out at the last vestige on the waters of Atlantis. And not long ago, there were those who believed they had found proof of Atlantis. Using this image from Google Ocean, marine equivalent of Google Earth, the Sun newspaper claimed in 2009 that those lines were the ruins of human constructions, proof of Atlantis existing. I'm looking at it and I really don't see it. Just looks like a drawing and somebody just decided to put on underwater and just create it. Now, normally, if people are trying to find the lost city of Atlantis, which is supposedly underwater off the coast of Florida, there hasn't been a whole lot of true evidence of this. No. Not one bit. Nothing from the city of Atlantis has ever been found, as far as I know from history. If it was one we would have heard of it by now mm -hmm. hey, hey we found it um another aspect or theory of the lost city of Atlantis is somewhere off of Greece yeah that's something I remember too supposedly city of Atlantis is off the coast of Florida to the left from the ass of it. Supposedly the city of Atlantis as it was lost is somewhere near Greece. There's another one where, oh, it's then And then Italy. Yep. And if I remember from the history book, I think it was supposed to be off the island of Norway. Um, I actually heard the ones I've heard it's somewhere off of Greece. Yep. Somewhere off of Romania. Oh, I didn't hear that one. <laughs> um, somewhere, like you said, off of somewhere in Italy. 
mm-hmm. of the uh, ocean for Italy. Yep. Now, Florida, off of Florida, please. Well, that's that's where it originally was in the history books. But honestly, the way I look at it is that nobody really knows exactly where the city of Atlantis was. No. So it's still a lot of theories out there. Yeah. A lot of speculation still going on. But really no truth. I mean, if there is a city of Atlantis underwater somewhere, it ain't going to be anywhere where the U.S. is. If anything, it's going to be either off the fucking city of Greece. Um, or lead, not really Italy leading to Italy, but more either between Greece or Romania. Because mm. there is an ocean up where Romania is. Yep, there is. That's the ones I've heard. Um, I've that I've mainly heard of the one with Italy, and now the one that's supposedly off in the west, off the coast of Florida. Yeah, if you mean a triangle, prove it. Yeah, literally. And outside of that, it's if I'm just I'm just saying this as an if hypothetical, basically, basically a hypothetical if. Yeah. If there was a true city of Atlantis before our time, yeah, and it sunk into the ocean, how far did it have to travel all the way down to the bottom of the ocean? And is there a submarine or an aquatic? Um, some type of like another form of a submarine that can actually go way 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 down without getting crushed by the ocean water oh yeah there are they just don't want to bring them out um what I could say on that um and just to let you know that this part here is coming from the sun's newspaper they announced the discovery of Atlantis. Oh, please. But this was, but newspapers claimed in 2009 that the lines that I'm looking at here were the ruins of human constructions. Yeah. Proof of cities, the city of Atlantis existence. But it just looks like a big thing of clay with little line dots. Yeah. Well, far as what I've learned thanks to LaForge um, from the mythology version of my history classes um, he said there is no evidence of um, I remember how he said because someone in my class, it wasn't me, it wasn't my brother, or either one of my brothers, for that matter, saying, could the city of Atlantis 
actually be maybe found in the U.S. And he said, no. Mainly because the city of Atlantis is what would be considered an ancient city. Right, that, that would be way before the United States of America exactly. was ever born. Now, so this, this had to be before 1776. Yes. So we might be talking between... Um, Medieval times. I, well, I would say maybe before medieval times into it and then past until it whatever uh, century it sank. Yeah. I mean, technically, far as what I learned, when it came to the city of Atlantis, it didn't sink. The water... Um, supposedly there was this big ass typhoon or something along those lines where the sea actually went over it. Mm. (laughs) And if there is, again, if there is a city of Atlantis, it would be considered an ancient civilization. Mm Mm-hmm. Because back then, nobody knew what erosion was. No one knew what tides were. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't even know what types of storms there were. Yep. That's um, true. That's true. Greece, you have Greece. It could be off somewhere off in where the ocean, where Greece is. Even off to Romania. I said, what? I just got back from Romania too. I went, what about Romania? Mm. And so I was actually starting to fall asleep. <laughs> I went, uh, what? What about Romania? <laughs> he goes, uh, he's kind of making a joke about it. He goes, you back in this century? <laughs> I went, shut up. <laughs> what about Romania? <laughs> he goes, you've heard of the lost city of Atlantis. And he kind of joked because me and my brothers, we were into the the Hercules TV show and the Zenith TV show. Yeah. He goes, and I'm not talking the, from the TV show of Hercules. No shit. You're saying the city of, of Atlantis could be under the ocean where Romania is? He goes, that's a theory. I don't even think Romania was even thought of back then. Are you kidding? To be on- Just to be honest, <laughs> I don't think the city of Romania was ever thought of back then. Well, Romania, from what I can remember, um, this is what was told to me by my family. Mainly my uncle on my mother's side, one of her brothers, had said Romania was actually made um, basically what would be considered medieval times. Um, 
but most people didn't really know what to really label Transylvania, let alone Romania. They just knew it was a country that was ruled by a monarch. Um, then, of course, you have Vlad. You only know the birthplace he was born at and him growing up and actually ruling Romania. Right. Which was um bullshit? No. <laughs> trying to remember. Um Romania was a full full blown city by the 12th century mm-hmm. even though it's not really written in stone because it's most people oh let's go to the history books it wasn't made in the 12th century because it's not there you can tell by the freaking architecture the way the buildings are you go to the fucking downtown in fucking romania it's nothing but limestone right and freemasons Freemason built. Yep. Even the fucking roads. <laughs> uh, it was it's. Um. I said, well, if there is an Atlantis, I do kind of agree. It would be before any places were known and written in books, which would be an ancient civilization. If it's underwater, good luck trying to get it. Good luck trying to find it. Yeah, no shit. Um, Because even if you do find years and centuries later, if you do find the city of Atlantis, who's to say this is a real Atlantis? It could be something that could be... Well, we don't know what this ancient civilization is under the water. We'll just name it Atlantis. Yeah. Basically, that's how I would look at it. Um, but a city of Atlantis, from what I learned before it was swallowed up by water was very rich it was a rich fucking city um which means there was be what's called money ancient money gold silver jewels you name it um If stuff like that is found and you see the old type of money that gold and silver would be in or made as, it would either be possibly Greek or Romanian. Mm. Italy... I'm not sold on that one. 
Um, the article you're reading on about it possibly being found. Yeah. Off of the Bermuda Triangle off of Florida. No. Yeah. I don't fucking believe that shit. <laughs> It says here, Google clarified the supported Atlantis findings. <laughs> Nevertheless, Google was quick to clarify that they that they were grooves in the water from boat navigation, a mere optical effect, and thus plunged Atlantis back into legend. Yeah. That was about the Bermuda Triangle. Mm-hmm. This one is the abominable snowman, aka Yeti, aka Bigfoot. <laughs> it's a guy in a suit. <laughs> there was also a lot of talk. In times prior to globalization, about the Yeti, an ape-like creature that lived in the Himalayan mountain range. An ape-like beast for every region. Yeah. Some explorers swore to have seen the Yeti in the blizzard. In Tibet, this mystical monster is called Jigyu. G-I-J-I-G-O-U. His relatives are the Australian Yowie. Y-O-W-I-E. Yowie! Holy shit. <laughs> the conk, K-U-N-K, of the South American Andes or the Siberian Kukara or something. C-H-U-C-H-U-N-G-A. Terry, words are hard. Yeti settings are unreliable. No shit. Uh, Recording Yeti fucking grainy. <laughs> Recording Yeti sightings have always been a been of a signal individual and in extreme weather conditions. Hence, science has given them little reliability. No shit. A DNA study carried out in 2017 with alleged Yeti remains concluded, according to the Washington Post, that they were bears. Well, let's see. If you have a blizzard going... And in blizzards, you can't see two inches in front of your eyeball. 
to actually see what's off in the distance if it's a Yeti, a Bigfoot, or a fucking bear. Mm, yeah. However, the Yeti has had a few expectational witnesses. Really? Huh. Sir Edmund Hillary and Sherpa Tanzing Norgay. <laughs> I swear to God, that's the guy's last name. N-O-R-G-A-Y. Norgay. <laughs> And the other guy's got a got a feeling named Hillary <laughs> for a last name. The first ever climbers who reached Everest summit and Renhold or Reinhold Messer, the first person to climb 14 summits of the Himalayas without oxygen. What did this guy do? Remove his fucking lungs just to get up there? Probably. That's a hell of a trick. The American version of the Yeti, the Bigfoot, is more of the same. A legend of a cross between a bear and a gorilla <laughs> that lives in the forest of North America. So, in other words, is a fucked up version of Chewbacca from Star Wars. <laughs> in the 20th century, there was still wild and unknown nature within the United States where, according to legend, Bigfoot took refuge in Eureka, which is the name of a vacuum cleaner, California. This image was captured alleged graphic proof of the supported existence of that mysterical being. Yeah. Hmm. It's a guy in a suit. Bigfoot sightings spread across North America throughout the 20th century. In the 21st century, no one, or almost no one, has seen him. And this is why we have Bigfoot enthusiasts out there looking for a Sasquatch. But yet haven't found shit. Hmm. They all need to get a life. I've said before, if there is such a thing as Bigfoot, it could be maybe an elemental. Elementals, depending on what fucking region or where you're living, but Bigfoot is usually in heavily wooded areas. Um, if it's Himalayan, obviously it's the Yeti. Would be an elemental because snow mm. the Bigfoot in general when it comes to woods forests or whatever could possibly an elemental Sasquatch 
elementals. <laughs> there's elementals everywhere. There's water elementals. There's mm-hmm. elementals of the air. Yep. Fire. Yep. Earth. Yep. What are woods? Earth. Mother Nature. You know. But a Bigfoot would be in um what I not me personally, but what people I know would label a Bigfoot as an elemental. Elementals are known as guardians. Yep. Or protectors of where they're at. Of the whole goddamn area. Yeah, because you're invading its home. Basically. Yeah. Just like um, this next story here, the Loch Ness Monster. Nessie! Oh, yes. Nessie. Where people have captured photos seeing Nessie um, popping up and everything. Yeah, but even the photos, the photos for those are even hard to even try to make out. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's tours of the whole fucking lock. Mm hmm. Uh,. People actually have equipment and actually went, brought, had the equipment go in the water to search the whole fucking thing. Yeah, and found nothing. Except for the one that Dave was on before. I forget what year it was that he said he went. Mm. It was one of his tours before he had the TV show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But was just doing radio. He said there was something that the equipment that uh, was brought on the boat that he was on, it caught something. Yeah, I remember they that. They couldn't make out that. what it was. Yeah, I remember that. Because the fucking under the fucking water, it's fucking too damn murky. Right. To make to figure out what the fuck it is. Right. I, I remember that now. I remember that. And I don't think he did any more research on it or talked about it a whole lot. I don't know. But this one says the same thing happens when the Loch Ness monster in Scotland. Nessie. Nessie. I'll protect Nessie. <laughs> it's all right. I'll protect, I'll protect Nessie. Nessie. <laughs> Before people even claim to have taken pictures of him. Like this one. Uh-huh. But now no one has reported seeing him. How do you Scotland morons that have no life keep trying to find Nithy? No, it's a he. It could be a she. Yeah. It could be a transvestite Nessie lock <laughs> monster as far as we know. <laughs> It could be a fucking robot for a fucking movie. God. Oh, here's <laughs> another one. Crop circles. Signs of alien visits. Right. 
Another mystery still has never been solved in centuries. Very much from the press of yesteryear. Is that a crop circles attribute to aliens? There were famous in the 1960s and 1970s, and appeared mainly in Australia and the United Kingdom. In 1991, British Doug Bowser, or Bauer, and Dave C. Revealed that they had made about 200 for over more than two decades. Yeah, and <laughs> looking at this crop circle, it looks like an oversized fucking necklace that your aunt wears. That really pisses me off, because <laughs> it's the ugliest fucking thing in the world. And she paid one point five million dollars just to have this jewelry. Oh, yeah, that one. Now picture it like that as you see it. Yeah. But with a chain coming from this point and this point to go around your neck, and it just hangs there. <laughs> Um. Well, be honest. That can easily, looking at how the design is and everything, that can easily. People can actually do that. Yeah, I know, and if especially with the crop circles, you don't see lines like、oh. this. Because in crop circles, there's no lines. No. Just like we've seen on、um, NCIS. Yeah, I know. Okay. Timothy McGee and the rest of the crew went out to a certain area where there's supposed to be crop circles. Uh huh. And it showed on there no lines for this crop circle, but everything was flattened. But then they do it again, and you can actually see how they can drive into a crop circle. Yeah, I say crop circles are not alien-made, but people's bullshit. People actually know how to make crop circles. Yeah, farmers know how to do this. And they don't need to be trained in how to make a fucking crop circle look beautiful. The people in architectural.、Uh, I was actually going to say agricultural. That too. Agricultural people in agricultural they could do those. I've actually seen it. Yeah, not that easy. I mean, looking at the way it is, it looks like maybe. 150 to maybe 300 yards spread apart. Yeah. But with the other circles, it looks like okay, go around once, cut, go around, cut, go around, cut, 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 cut all the way through by go, by doing cuts and circles. Yeah, it's perfect. And yeah, it does kind of look like a 
Nicholas and my dad got my aunt. Yeah, for one foot, one point five million dollars, and it's ugly. It's from Italy. That's why he paid it that much. Okay. I mean, you're not the only one that irritates. He irritates my brother too. Mm. He, not that it's. He's not saying that Nicholas isn't nice on her. He thinks it's too heavy for her. Yeah. For her he whole fucking head. What? Uh, is the sun shining off your glass? Oh, it was your phone. Okay. It's my phone. <laughs> I just saw like this big bright white light come <laughs> up. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. The next one. And it's kind of coming through the window, so. This one is kind of weird because I can't pronounce the name, but it's N A Z C A. Okay. It basically looks like an ant mixed in with a spider. Okay. What was not the work of two eccentrics, but very old geoglyphs? Are the famous NACCA lines in Peru drawings that can only be seen from the sky at a considerable height? These are supported messages to the gods made by the NACCA pre Columbians Nesca. culture. Made between 200 and 600 BC. What are you saying? It's Nezca. Thank you. In fact, Josh Gates, um, on one of his earlier shows, when he first became a, before he became a, a name. So oh yeah, um, Destination Truth, I think it was, or was yeah, it? Yeah, he investigated that. Or was it the other show? One of the two, I don't know. Damn, I can't remember his other show. I used to watch both of them. Damn. One of the two, one of the two, where he tried to investigate that, and somehow they were able to re create the same thing mm. how I don't know but it gives that question wait if these people can make the same exact thing even though it looks kind of screwed up a bit <laughs> yeah that means people actually know how to do them knows mm. how to make them just to be, just to get their fucking name out there yeah, literally. Okay, here's an, here's the other one. Noah's Ark. Oh, Jesus. You have and to pull a biblical one. It's part <laughs> of the story. Still in 2010, National Geographic went for a lit, went for the title Noah's Ark found in Turkey. And the way they did that, they ended it off as a question. Because the possibilities that some vestige of the biblical ship 
that sailed during the flood remains hidden somewhere is something that people want to believe. Not me. Sorry. Not me either. On the heights of Mount Ararat. A-R-A-R-A-T. The affordable... Take a drink, I fucked up. <laughs> the affordable... Mentioned 2010 article referred to an exploration that claimed to have found remains of Noah's Ark Mountain, A R A R A T, located in the area of Turkey, bordering Amer um, A R M E N. IA and Iran the mountains the mountain this mountain is most always mentioned as the place where Noah Noah landed after the flood the animal ship bless you sorry the animal ship 2010 expedition told the Daily Mail that it had found seven large wooden compartments buried 4,000 meters 13,000 feet above sea level near the top of Mount Ararat. The discovery was not scientifically sustained and like many mysteries, it faded away. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Coming in at number 29 on the list uh-huh. of the Bermuda Triangle, Bigfoot, and other urban legends that have faded over the years. Yes. Spirits and ghosts. Uh-huh. Ghosts, meanwhile, have been modernized. The iconic white sheet has given away to other forms. Yeah, that's so-called fucking TV cartoon. Already in 1982, the famous horror film Poltergeist yeah. showed how the inhabitants of the afterlife manifest themselves to the living. Now, I call that bullshit. How about you? Well, poltergeist in general can be spirits. Yeah. It can also be kids. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you go back to the original Poltergeist movie, the little girl shows that she has a gift. Right. I mean, 
strategically here little bits and pieces here and there in the movie you see the activity um you see the activity as soon as the cameras come out there's really nothing going on they're just monitoring it yeah i know but we're talking about the white sheet oh yeah okay and referring to the 1982's famous horror film poltergeist yeah to where it inhabited of the afterlife yeah. people that passed away manifesting themselves to the living in a white sheet uh no that's uh, why i said bullshit. the manifesting was obviously the activity here and there obviously right but showing themselves is not in a sheet right they show themselves literally just before the fucking climax of the goddamn movie they're actually they're not in sheets they're people in white light right it's the last time i checked light is not sheet yeah but the way it said it though is that the spirits show manifest themselves in front of the living wearing a white sheet basically covering their head their face their body everything really it's just a floating white sheet really that's why if you see their heads next last story the enigmatic world legends folklore popular beliefs fantasy or perhaps mysterious reality the unknown side of the universe summing up in enigmas sometimes takes fabulous and poetic forms other times without knowing why these enigmas fade through time hmm. why not you sent me something about enigmatic control balance in Romania I'm the same thing you're just reading no I got the uh Bermuda, Bigfoot, urban legends that faded over years. Okay. Um, legends, folklores. Mm, let's see, for legends, I don't believe it yet. Yeah. For an, an, uh, an enigma world, hmm. or an, an whatever it is, folklores, I've heard. Yeah. from like science class that teaches this type of shit for astronomy or just for science mm-hmm. you know you're in junior high school you have that basic biology science about the universe and about the worlds and planets 
college you go more into it like a scientist or a research scientist that kind of believes in popular beliefs uh-huh. not legends or folklore fantasies is what you see in fucking tv or in video games about the universe or books or books yep mysterious reality yeah nasa how about yeah. telescope scientists always looking out into space to see what's out there is there a black hole forming is there planets past our own planets <coughs> excuse me that we know of that we grew up with and doing scientific classes on it and how they usually rotate around in the in the solar system i just don't know about this I mean, yeah, mystery reality, yeah, there's still mysteries out there that we as human beings don't believe, don't really believe in, but we're no. fascinated with when something comes up. Yeah. Me, I'm kind of fascinated in it because it fits into our realm of paranormal. Yes. Is there a paranormal universe past us besides the ones here that we talk about and believe in? for spirits but in space mm-hmm. does it go beyond that mm-hmm. <laughs> never know could that also follow fall in a category of enigmas yeah is there a paranormal enigma happening in outer space or here on the planet or any other planets could be Could there be spirits of dead aliens on another planet that's still thinking they're still alive and they're still doing work? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But that's my story right there. And now I'm getting garbage in my email. Yay. <laughs> um See, I got another one here. So let me see if I can pull it up. Jesus, come on! I hate when this thing gets big. Okay, historic hotel Saxonburg, mm-hmm. which I'm still trying to find information if it's haunted, but I've heard it was haunted before. Is up for sale, but will remain open while on the market. How the hell does that work? Um, thought you said you wanted to do the um, two stories about Alcatraz. Oh, hmm? save that one for next time. Okay, save that one for next time then. One of them I do want to touch on first. Go ahead. What everybody fucking saw on Monday morning. 
when our unknown wrestler was pulled over. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> I don't have a car. Jeff, <laughs> uh, I'm an alcoholic. Hardy. Hardy. Um, yeah. I know just about what everybody else knows. Um, did you send that to your email? Do we need to report on it, or do I have to find it? Uh, I didn't do that one. Oh, hold on. Let me try to find it. The one I got is what's been blowing up all over social media. Oh, about Vinny? Vinny <laughs> Mac? Yeah. Dumbass Junior. That should have never gotten the position of CEO in the company whatsoever. I'm trying to find it. Because Senior knew he was going to make the show shit. Which it is. And the entire company is shit. Which now we don't ever watch anymore. Because it's like a fucking circus that's, uh, you don't ever want to go to ever again. And it's making the industry look like shit. Okay, I got it. Uh, literally, uh, this past Monday, Jeff. Uh, oh wait, that's on about Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Well, something about Matt, though. So. Um, bad. Thank you. Okay. Wrestler Jeff Hardy suspended. That's one of them. From uh, AEW for right now. Where the fuck is it? Just to put that out there. And also, there is a YouTube video of his arrest on YouTube. Okay, Jeff Hardy, DUI, arrested in Florida this past Monday. Can't show it, YouTube. Uh, dash cam video appears to show X Alcatraz wrestler fails sobriety exercises. Um, according to the Florida Highway Patrol, Four people called 911 Monday morning about a person driving poorly along Interstate 4 near the Dirksen Drive Exit in Volusia County. A trooper caught up with the 444-year-old's vehicle as he emerged from 
I four, I four onto I ninety five North. In the dash cam video, Hardy is seen driving a white Dodge Charger and appears to swerve from lane to lane. The photo I'm looking at is lucky there was no cars in front of him. The trooper traveling behind him begins to activate his sirens. Uh, shouldn't you have already been activating your sirens when you saw him going from lane to lane? <clears throat> Attempting a traffic stop, Hardy pulls over on the side of the interstate and is met by troopers. A FHP report said Hardy appeared to be in a stupor and confused. Once he was ordered to get out of the car, FHP said Hardy was unsteady on his feet, displayed orbital sway, and reeked of the odor of an alcoholic beverage. Authorities said Hardy admitted to drinking earlier in the day. Video shows troopers take Hardy to a parking lot off the Holly Hill exit near the Hangar Outlets in Daytona Beach, where he participates in field sobriety exercises. Authorities appear to ask him to walk in the straight line of the parking spot and stand on one leg. Hardy appears to stumble on both on both exercises. Jeff Hardy's appearance on the exercises provided more than enough clues necessary to effect an arrest for the offense of DUI. Arrest report stated. He was placed in handcuffs and is taken away to an, H an FHP office in D-Land where he was given breath breathalyzer tests. FHP said his first reading was 0 0.294. Oh, backwards. God, retards. Retards. FHP said his first reading was 0 0.2. Oh, yeah, his first reading was 02.94. Yeah, 0.294 is his first reading. Second reading was 0.291. The legal limit to drive in Florida is 0 0.08. In addition to a DOI charge, Hardy faces charges of driving on a revoked license suspended license but also revoked and violating the res restriction that required him to have a DUI interlock device in his vehicle due to a previous DUI charge XWF WE Alcatraz wrestler who made his AEW debut in March was booked into the Volusia County Jail on a $3,500 bond. 
I don't know who paid his bond. He probably did since he has the money. That or his brother. Um, it's kind of funny how the that report story just said what it said. But it left out something. Hmm. That the law enforcement officers drew their weapons Hold on. on him before approaching the car. There's more. Former Alcatraz, Alcatraz champion, newish star of the Turner Network's AEW franchise, Jeff Hardy was arrested on a drunk driving charge in Volusia County, Florida, Monday night. The Daytona Beach News Journal reported that Hardy, 44, age 44, was also charged with driving with a suspended or revoked license and violating a restriction which required him to have a DUI interlock device in his vehicle. It is reportedly Hardy's third drunk driving arrest in the past 10 years and a third degree felony. The news prompted AEW president and CEO Tony Khan to speak out. We were able to resume contact with Jeff Hardy this afternoon, Khan tweeted. AEW does not condone Jeff's alleged behavior. Khan announced there will be repercussions. Oh, there were. We'll ma- We've made it clear to Jeff that we'll assist him in getting treatment for substance abuse issues, which he has indicated that he's open to receiving because he has no choice. In the interim, he is suspended without pay and he can only return to AEW upon successfully completing treatment and maintaining sobriety. The Associated Press reported that Hardy was released on the $3,500 bond. AEW is the second largest wrestling promoter in the United States. And the AEW merchandise franchise is important to the Turner Networks. AEW Dynamite airs live every week on TBS. While another weekly television program, AEW Rampage is seen on TNT. Here's that. Hmm. Uh, okay. Where's the one with Jeff? I mean, Matt. Okay. Jeff's ha- Jeff Hardy's brother, Matt Hardy, speaks out on the latest disheartening DUI arrest. Matt Hardy has weighed in on his brother Jeff's third impaired driving arrest in under five years. I was disheartening. It was disheartening to hear the news about my brother yesterday. Matt Hardy tweeted Tuesday morning. Recovery isn't a linear process. And I'll continue doing whatever I can to help my brother be healthy. Being healthy is 
and well is the most important thing for Jeff, his wife, his children, and our family at this time. The Hardy boys are a tag team in AEW and had been slated for a triple threat ladder match with the Young Bucks, who won that ladder match, and Jurassic Express and Datamite that Wednesday, this past Wednesday. The 44-year-old Jeff Hardy was booked in Volusia County, Florida early Monday morning and charged with DUI, alcohol slash drugs third offense within 10 years and driving with a suspended or revoked license. Florida Highway Patrol said they received several calls about his erratic driving in his white Dodge Charger before finally catching up with him and pulling him over. According to multiple reports, cops said Hardy registered blood alcohol content, BAC, of 0.294 and again 0.291, over three times the legal limit and was said to be in a stupor. Hardy, who has had long publicized battles with substance abuse, was also arrested for DUI in 2019, driving while impaired in 2018, after crashing his car and public intoxication in, ni- in 2019. Last year, after exhibiting bizarre behavior at an untelevised show in Texas, Hardy was offered by WE, by Alcatraz, to go to rehab, which he declined. He was released from his contract. And that was it. Wait. The Hardy Boys are arguably the greatest tag team of the last 25 years in pro wrestling. Including their wins in Alcatraz, Impact, and Ring of Honor. They have been tag team champions 12 times. Um, that's it for that one. Uh, well, one thing. I could say on that. Um, a big shout out to JD from NYC 206, who I listen to on a regular basis every week. He did make good points, which I even thought, wait, how the fuck did he get a car? If he has a suspended or revoked license. Mm. And I did see the video and it did give me chills. Um, Pear Mike actually told me, turn the fucking thing off because he thought it was going to give me backflashes from when I was actually in a car and I was um, hit by a drunk driver head on almost, practically. Uh, I wasn't driving. I was in a passenger seat. My 
the first promoter that took a chance on me was the one driving. I had this weird feeling I was asleep. Then I had this feeling which shot me up. I said, don't take this road, do the other road. He's like, I'm not going all the way around. That's the long way. Dude, do not go this way. My boss, usually he answers, under, listens to me. 